Welcome everyone to the Ovid Torah. Slash Makarabaham, the film is sure today's year is Taf Pechet. We'll begin on Pechet Amor Alf at the word Minachasin Mishubadim. Okay, at two dots, which is about ten lines down. So we said in the Mishnah that if. You want to have your Gemara, Sadiq? Upstairs, one upstairs, but whatever. Okay, just looking at the victor. Okay, now, in means let's say the husband already sold his stuff, or he, the husband sold his property. So the, the husband wrote a ketubah to his wife as usual. Then he decides to divorce his wife, but but in the interim he sold the property that has a lien on it from the ketubah. Now, if the girl wants to collect from that, one of the things we said was, or if the guy died and the girl's collecting the kitubah from the heirs of her husband, in either of those cases, we said she cannot collect the money unless she swears that she didn't receive her kitubah. We won't let her just collect. She has to swear and then collect. Not only... In this case, can't she collect? But the, the the orphans themselves should not pay any debts that are owed to their father unless they swear. Meaning, unless someone who who's claiming that they owe money swears that they owe money. Miman. So the Mara says, who shouldn't they pay? If we're talking about they shouldn't pay from if they getting it from the from the guy himself, meaning from the borrower himself, he comes. He says, "Listen, I lent your father money. You know, Sorry." Ashtavim Shakil. Now here we're talking about a, a debt that was owed to their father. So they shouldn't collect that money without swearing. That it was And they but what, now what are they swearing? It wasn't their thing. They're gonna swear that they didn't find any sign that it was paid. Okay? Now, Elam, if they're collecting it straight from the debtor himself, if their father could collect without a swear, why, why, would, why can't they? It means that if they're Yitomim and they're collecting from Yitomim, 
meaning from someone right. whose father, right. from Yatom also, which means that he also doesn't know what the story is, then they can only collect if they swear that they didn't find these documents. Okay? Okay. Matkif Amar Bizrika Amar Bihuda Loshan or Elisha Amru Yatomim Amalan Alaviti Uparati. This is only this that the Malva can make them swear. That's only if the Yatomim said. That our father told us that he borrowed and he paid. But if their father told them he never... So in other words, you have these Yitomim who are swearing to collect from this guy. From these Yitomim. So Rizrika says, that's only if the borrowing, borrowing orphans, we'll call them the borrowing orphans because their father borrowed, okay. said... That our fathers admitted to us that he borrowed, but he said he paid back. And that's why they could require a swear. And then they have to pay. But had their father had told them that he never borrowed anything, then they don't have to pay then they don't have to pay at all. So the father said he didn't put back. Okay. Okay. If a, this is a case that the guy has a document. And if a guy has a document and the other guy says, I never borrowed, it's like he said he never paid. Because yeah, there's a document true. against you and we, well, it doesn't work. Rather, we'll change the statement. This is only That they have to swear is when they said we bought when their father told them that he borrowed, but he paid fully. But if their father said he never borrowed, then you could collect him without a shivua. Because whenever a guy says because if a guy says he didn't, he didn't borrow, it's like he says he never paid. It's like it's like, it's like admitting. Okay, that's the two dots. Now we're up to the two dots towards the bottom of the page. In other cases, let's say the girl is collecting while the husband is out of town. Okay? Then, she's collecting in Ketubah while the husband's out of town. Halakha is, she has to swear. There was a story in front of a Vitzuk in the town of Antukia. What's she going to swear that she never got the Ketubah? Before she collects. Okay. So there's a story that came from Ritzik and Antukia. And he said, This rule is only by Ketubah of a woman. Because the reason why the rabbis made that is because we want people, we want women to be happy to get married. And therefore, we allow her to swear and take. But if you lend the guy money, then you can't collect if the guy's not there. Because maybe he paid. You have to wait till he comes back. 
Rav, and you can't go to Bedin to get collect the guys more stuff. Rav Amar Rav Nachman, feel Balchov, even a Balchov. Even a Balchov could collect with a swear while the guy's away. Because we don't want everyone to take other people's monies and go sit somewhere else overseas. And then people are never going to want to lend money. No one's going to want to lend money if you can't collect while the guy's away. And therefore, not only for women, according to Rava, even for regular creditors. Okay. Says the Mishnah. Rav Shimon Omer, Kozman Shetovat Ketubah. Anytime the woman collects a Ketubah, woman is demanding Ketubah, then they can make a swear. But if she's not demanding Ketubah, they can't make a swear. So the Gemara says, Shimon Ahai. Which case is Rav Shimon talking about? Amar Rav Aha. Talking about the case in the Mishnah where it says, we said we just said before the case before we said that whenever you collect money without him being there, you can only get a shivua. That's whether she's coming to collect her mizonot or whether she's coming to collect the actual ketubah, right? So there's two different things. Mizonot means that she's still married to him and she's coming to collect her. Right to this is my husband left. He left me alone. Mizonot, I, I gotta pay. They're gonna sell his couch or sell his car and give her the money for to to live. Uh, get a kitubah means she wants to. She, he divorced her already, and she wants to collect her get money. Okay, kitubah money. And Rishimun's going to say no. Whenever she wants the kitubah, then they can make her swear. But if she's only claiming mizonot. And annual shimash minota, then we don't make a swear. Okay? So you understand what's going on over here? Okay. Our Mishnah ends off with the following words Reb Shimon says, whenever she's demanding kitubah, then they make a swear. Now, what does it mean whenever she's demanding kitubah? Whenever she's not demanding kitubah, she don't make a swear. What does it mean not demanding kitubah? So why are you paying her? So according to this, Kitubah means they divorced and she wants her finishing off money. That you make her swear. But Mizonot, which is we're still married, he just, he left and I need money, that you don't make her swear. Mm-hmm. Got it? So, and the argument between, that's according to Rabbi Shimon. And it sounds like, if so, then Talakama disagrees and he says you always make her swear, even by Mizonot. You with me? No. According to this, the Tanakhama disagrees with Shimon. He says, even when the girl is coming and saying, hey, how am I putting stuff on the grocery bill? Even for that, they make her swear when the husband's away. Mm-hmm. That's the machloket. Okay? But she's not even... She, 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 she's, she's not even divorced. Right. But according to this, your husband's away. We don't know. Maybe he gave you money. Maybe he... Uh, maybe, we don't know what happens. Why? You can't, you can't sell the guy's name again. He comes back and sold his name again. Why? Because uh, your wife said she had no money. Well, I gave her. She had it. Oh, yeah. But, right? Right. Good. Now, can we look at the same machlok is between Hanan and the Bnei Kohanim Gidolim, which is what? Hanan Omer. Hanan says, 
תשבע והסוף. קוראים לזה חנן, when um, a woman, thank you, when a woman becomes an almana, or divorce, and she's made a ketubah, we'll all tshuva v'techila. She only swears when she gets divorced, but not in the beginning when she's getting mizunot. Thank you. נחלקו עליו בני קולים גדולים, ואמרו, תשבעה בתחילה ובסוף. בתחילה ובסוף. בני קולים גדולים גדולים. בשמעון סמר ככחנן that the, it's the inheritors who are making her swear. If you're talking about mezonot, it's not the inheritors who are making her swear. It's the Bedin that's making her swear. When a girl's coming for mezonot, she's just coming to put stuff on the grocery bill, the inheritors have nothing to do with this. It's the Bedin that's making her swear. So don't tell me this is talking about a mezonot machloket. Ela Amar Roshashat, rather Roshashat says no. Aha, it's going on a different halacha. Halacha, Halcha, if the woman the woman goes this is talking about a case we had earlier in the Mishnah where her husband told her you're not going to have to swear to get your ketubah okay Now, when he told her that, that means that he told her she's not going to have to swear on anything that she did while she was married to him. Now, that's true. But, but if she dispersed any of her husband's money after death, that's not covered by the husband's patur. The husband told her she's not going to have to swear about any of her actions that she did while she was married, that she didn't... waste any money. That she could do only while they're alive. But once he's dead. dead, then the inheritors can make her swear on that, right? So it depends what happens. How she's not the inheritance? She's not the inheritor at all. She has the right to ketubah money, but his previous oh, sons... Else. She doesn't have right? Right? So, the, so the, technically, the, the, the son can make their own mother swear. Yes, or stepsons. Right. Okay. <laughs> הלכה מקבר בעלה לבית אביה. If she goes directly from the grave, burying her husband, to her father's home, so this way she didn't do any more appropriating because she went straight to her father's house after her husband died. Or she went back to her father-in-law's house, meaning she went back to her husband's house, but she didn't disperse any funds. But if she became an executor, right? Then executor means the guy who gives out, takes care of the dead person's stuff. It's called the executor of the will. Then, then the, the inheritors can make a swear. Even though the husband gave a promise 
take a swear, on what she does after the husband's dead. But they can't make a swear on what's back. That, that was the Mishnah beforehand. Now, on this, Shimon's saying, they can only make a swear when she's demanding Kedubah. But they can't make her swear according to this. Shimon disagrees. He says, even if she's a patropa, if she didn't demand the Kedubah, they can't touch her. They can't make a swear. We come if we can put to the Baba Shalom and the Machlok is about the same Machlok that Baba Shalom and the Rabbi Shalom and the Tanan. Our Patrona should be new Avi Otomim Yishava. According to this, the bright Tanak, the Rabbi Shalom say that uh, the executor who got appointed has to swear that he didn't hold any stuff back. Minu Betin no Yishava, but if the Betin put him there, and they don't have to swear. Our Shul says Chilu Vodim is the other way. Minu Betin Yishava, Minu Avi Otomim Yishava. Right? Okay. So, what's the machloket about? They say that, um, according to Rabbanan, when you appoint someone as an executor, it means he's busy giving out money that's not his. He's got, now that takes time, right? So probably um, he owes Hakaratatov to their father and he has to swear. But if Betin put him up, he's not going to want to swear. We're afraid, according to Tanakhama, we're not going to make him swear because we're afraid that if you make a guy swear, he's not, no one's going to want to do it. And someone has to take care of the Yitomim stuff and therefore... It's the flip. That, that's according to Tanakama. Abashul says he flips it. He says no. In Betin you have to swear, because because if Betin is relying on the guy, we're not worried that he's not going to swear. People will be out of right? But if the father did it, we're worried that people won't be out of and therefore he doesn't have to swear. And Rabbi Shimon holds like Abashul that you don't make him swear. Because she, meaning that this girl is now, this girl, the, the widow, she herself is appointed by her husband to be the executor. And therefore, he says, as long as she's not demanding ketubah money, so therefore she doesn't get, have to swear. Like Abba Shaul, and Abba Nanda, like Abba Nanda. Says, Nima Abba, Kedubah, Abba, Kedubah, 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 Why do we say in the Mishnah, as long as she's demanding a ketubah, im tovat mibale. She said the word in the Mishnah. That Rabbi Shimon said the word. As long as she's demanding ketubah, they make her swear. It should, it should be if she's demanding ketubah, then they make her swear. But otherwise, not. Rather, it's amazing how, how different the explanation of the Mishnah is. According to Abaya, the Mishnah of Shimon is arguing on the following case. Katavla, if. Don't know. I don't know. Don't know. Katavla, Nedir and the Alayich. I don't have, I'll give you one half change. Okay. If the guy says, Nedir Ushua and the Alayich. Okay. 
Okay? Here's the case. The husband writes to her when she comes to collect the ketubah, I have no neder and shivua on you. I'm not going to make you swear or I'm not going to make you pay, uh, make any swear that you didn't pay. Right? He can't make her swear because he already made a patur. Right? If he told her while she's alive that I'm not going to make you when you... Uh, when, when, that, that when he, I divorce you, I'm not going to make you swear to get the thing. He can't make her swear, right? But he could still make her swear. You could still make her heir swear. So which means if she dies, then they come, they could still make them swear, right? But if he says, I'm not going to make you or your inheritors or anyone comes after you swear, right? Right? Not him and not his heirs can't make her or her heirs swear. That's the original one. Shimon is coming to argue on that. And he says, whenever she's demanding, the Yoshim can make her swear. So he's disagreeing and he's saying, even if the father made a promise that I'm not going to make you swear, still his heirs can make her, her swear. The Machloket is like Abashul ben Ima Miriam and Rabbanan. Because those Abashul ben Ima Miriam were arguing whether the Tanai works when, she came, when she's coming to claim the Kedubah. Rishimon holds like Abba Miriam that when you're claiming the money, even though you're Patur from Nedeshua, you still have to swear because if you're coming to collect from orphans, you have to always swear. And we're not told we're not that say that once you made a deal, the deal works in the orphans' offer also. What does it mean? If she's not demanding Kitubah, why would you come to tell me that? Okay. So this now he wants to switch it, and he wants to say, he's adding to Abaya's words. He wants to say, you remember we had a machloka before whether or not they could throw in a swear about the dough, her swear dough, about the? The, her her dough and her spinning. Okay, we yes. spoke about that? Yes. So according to this, when we said, when Rabbi Shimon said the statement that you can't, remember the statement of Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, as long as she's commanded Kedubah, then she must be no time. And if they don't, she doesn't demand the Kedubah, then they can't must be no time. What do they mean? They mean to say only the Kedubah, but not about the spinnings. Her work. And the work. That you can't do. That's what we're coming to do. So that, that's how he gets out of his own question. Okay, we're up to the Mishnah. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen Ba'amen.